Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hi, angels. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. Oh, it is a good day. We are on episode 144. And we're going to talk about some madness that's happening. Vanessa, what what (laughs) are you listening to? Well, our pregame was full of it. (laughs) So we figured... Why not bring it right in, right into the podcast and do some, you know, just some real time sharing and some, um, you know, just, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's like a camaraderie type thing at, at, at this point <laughs> because of, because of the, the topic. We're going to talk about retrograde madness. And I love the name of it because I feel like that's what is what is being experienced by me right now is that there's, there's a bit of madness you know, that is not, it's not coming out outwardly, which is, um, you know, a struggle for me (laughs) because I'm very much used to outward expression of my, of my, um, you know, of my retrograde madness. But um, as if, if y'all have not gone back and listened to the weekly reading, you will know that, um, you know, you you can go back in there and you'll know that we have some messages that came up (laughs) during the, this 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 idea of, of of what to do in the retrograde madness and so we're going to share with you like how we're doing what we do how we cope like just what's happening i mean i feel like that's that's part of it there's a lot of people who um myself included like i feel like i'm always learning about retrogrades because there's a lot to learn when you're interested in it um, and I feel like there's been a lot of times in my life where I wasn't really interested. I couldn't have the headspace to actually conceptualize what was happening. So it was just kind of like that is not in, on my radar. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> if that rambling didn't give you an idea of how the retrograde is ha- handling me, I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I I invite all of you to, to take a collective breath. Just um, let go of the frustration of the angst of whatever and wherever the planets are retrograding in your sign. So let's kind of lead you down the path of how to know where these planets are and what these mean for each of you, because it's different. So astrology, the astrology wheel, are made up of houses. Now, for those of you who have followed us for a while, you know I talk about Channy Nicholas all the time because she breaks it down so nicely to understand deeply. Um, and she uses whole signs, meaning each each zodiac sign has its whole house versus, because sometimes they're on half houses, and so it matters of degrees. And that's a little confusing unless you're an astrology nut and you really want to dive deeper the whole signs are fine. And um, so when you, um, you can go to channingnicholas.com and you can get your free chart. And I encourage all of you to do so. And on this chart, you will have um, 
it'll show you the houses. Like in the middle of the circle, there's all these lines and you'll see numbers like one, two, three, four, five through 12. And what those are, are different houses. Different houses, meaning if you look at, that's like the whole sky. And different parts of it mean different things. For like example, um, house number one, it's determined by your rising. It's not determined by your sun sign. So if your rising sign, like ours is Gemini, team Gemini. And so our first house of the self, the identity, the, you know, who we are at uh, most of our core is our rising. So that would be Gemini and then so on and so forth. So each house has a different meaning. So for example, if you, let's talk about Mercury, everybody knows about Mercury retrograde. It's, it's common. So what happens is when Mercury goes retrograde in a certain sign, this is going to take whatever's in that house, depending on what your rising is, and it's going to highlight those areas of your life. So if you have a Gemini rising, which we do, and you look at what the fourth house, because Virgo is in our fourth house, the that is the house of family and home. So what's going to come up under review is our relationship with our family, chosen or not, our relationship to our home, where we live, all of those things. And it's no coincidence that right now, like I went into a deep trauma response around my mother and around my family and, and my angst around all of it. And, and it's, there's no coincidence in that. And so when you learn, you know what, and I don't know them all by heart. I mean, that's why I have. That's why we have it. Yeah. yeah. Why we have that. Oh, I open up my app. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so because, um, also the, she has the app was only available on Apple on iPhone but now it's available on Android, which you know I got that quicker, like like the day it came out, like 12.01, I had that yeah, downloaded. I'm pretty sure um, as you were telling me about it, I was downloading like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a great resource to understand yourself and to understand what is happening. And But it also gives you the resource of like knowing, okay, so if Mercury's in my fourth house and it's retrograding, these things are coming under review. Yes. And it, why is that important? Because it's going to make you understand why certain events are happening. Like I, I couldn't understand why I'm so family focused. Like I don't focus on my family because I have great acceptance. I'm not like them. Chances are they think I'm crazy for doing the work that I do and, and the readings and the healings and talking to angels. And they probably think I'm a little left of center, which is fine because that's their opinion and it's none of my business. Yes. But I, lately I've been just really thinking about it thinking about it because I, I like, and especially like my relationship with my mother, like I'm challenged in that relationship. And so all, and I'm like, why is this happening? And then I look and I'm like, ah, okay. Mercury's in Virgo and it's, and it's retrograding. And Mercury is Ge one of Gemini's ruling planets. Yes. So when it goes retrograde, it is, we feel it. We are in review, man. <laughs> we feel it. <laughs> so, this applies to any planet that is in retrograde. Like we're seven right now, right? Seven. Well, there are seven and for a moment in time, there will only be six, but then the seven will happen again. So let me give you 
a little bit of rundown for you guys to go look and do some fun rabbit holing. So Pluto is <laughs> in retrograde. It is in retrograde until October 11th. Oh, my birthday. <laughs> what, what, what's going to stop happening to me on my birthday? Just kidding. <laughs> and thank but and so Neptune is retrograde until the 6th of December. Saturn, which is the, the planet, <laughs> the planet of Saturn, it's about like structure, rules, uh, routines, like time, out of chronos. Like it is just like, it's all the like, do the right thing, the disciplines planet. That is retrograde until November 4th. Um, Venus is retrograde until September 3rd, which is today. Venus goes direct. Wee. So, good. oh, good. So, Venus is, is direct. And this is a bit of a let me finish and I'll go back. So, Chiron, which is an asteroid, is um, retrograde until the 26th of December. Um, Chiron is the wounded healer. It is it is definitely the energy of the wounded healer. Like, like, you know, those people that are on a journey of, of healing their trauma, healing their wounds or whatever, that's, there's a lot maybe coming up overwhelming more than normal, which is probably why, because Chiron is in retrograde. And I don't know where exactly it's in retrograde, excuse me, retrograde, but it would be a good thing to research and find out because then you know the wounds around that topic where it's coming up. Um, Mercury is also in retrograde until the 15th of September. Thank God. We're almost halfway there, friends. Um, Uranus is in retrograde until January 27th. It's usually in retrograde for like a year and a half. Um, and, but Jupiter is going retrograde in September 4th. So there's like this tiny little window where yeah. there's only six planets. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So it feels like a lot. And it feels like a lot of review in different places. It's not all like Mercury. They're not all challenging because there could be spaces where, you know, certain planets are in retrograde in certain spaces where like um, that are not challenged to you. Right. Like you may not be challenged in certain areas of your life. You may have a really strong identity in who you are. And even though they may be retrograde in your rising sign, you don't have a challenge with that. You may yeah. find some new discoveries, but it's not every planet is going to put you in that space of chaos. And I right. think that that's the important thing. Right. Well, and also like, and as, um, cause I get, I get my, I get most of my info either through the Channing's app or through my friend, Sarah Nicole at Twisted Goddess Crystals and Tarot. But she was saying like, you know, she was like, listen, like, it, this, there's so much that goes into it and this is why you know reiterating what you said like knowing your birth chart is so helpful is because you understand where where those planets are in your chart and the significance and and your challenges and those kind of things and then there's also the actual distance you know of 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 you know mercury's closer to us so it's it, it's the energetic I guess you not pull, but like our its energetic effect on us clearly would you know make sense. Like, well, it's 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 close. We we're gonna feel that more than probably Pluto. That that it will be more subtle 
it won't be as difficult and especially for people who don't have it in certain parts of their of their chart so like i feel like that's that's part of it too is like there's there's so much that goes to it you know that um i think again like you said like people get oh the seven in retrograde but it's like it does not necessarily mean that you know like everything's going to be crazy because it's not for everybody um it is for some people and then for others they're okay and you know it 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 it's it's a, a what the tool that i feel like it is for me is just understanding like it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me you know what i mean like uh, the challenges still exist even though you know even when i know that they're being highlighted but it just helps me understand why i'm why i'm feeling the way that i'm feeling like i i get mercury retrograde always gets me and i never understood because i didn't understand my chart i didn't understand like what you know like what you what you're talking about of being well it's a ruling planet like of 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 you when you came into the world and the stardust that you are this was you know like this these were the alignments that you made with all of these planets and stars so you're one with them in this way that's how that happened you know and it's like oh okay so that i can understand like oh well this is what this this is why this is going nuts you know this is why i'm feeling this much more deeply than i normally would because it, when you don't know that you feel crazy yeah i mean i feel crazy yep 100 <laughs> percent. and so another and i thank you so much and um we'll put i'm gonna try to remember um to put um sarah's website in the description of our post on facebook um, and instagram so if you want to have an in-person astrology moment or seek her services we'll put it in there i'll also put chani's um, uh, website in there if you want to just go explore it i urge you to get the app to, for yeah. reels like that was tell you what i have more insight about myself in that way it helps me not have judgment of myself in the moment and it gives me the access to have that oh okay so it's not something wrong with me it's just that this is how my sky looked and this is what affects me in certain ways doesn't mean i can't change it doesn't mean i can't work with it but it may be a challenge for me to work with it mm -hmm. it's just having understanding but when we're looking at all of these planets and vanessa i'm so glad you brought that up uh, because it was part of in my mind was to mention the idea of we have to know when we were born where the planets were yeah because it's gonna it's it, it it's important to know like where the planets are retrograding but it's also good to know where they were because like for example my venus is in taurus so taurus is about physical sensuality about you know like touch the texture of fabrics the the the, the sensual nature the physical sensual nature of life and it makes sense to me because of where my venus is and it's all connected now you can go as hard or as light into astrology as you need to to get an understanding but and i you know sometimes i'm like why do we have to get all like oh my gosh like mercury's in retrograde again blah, blah, blah. it's gonna do it the more we're mad at mercury the more we're giving our power away to mercury Mm -hmm. we know it's retrograde which it's not to say we can't talk about our challenges because believe me there are some but it's like being mad at a planet because it's doing what planets do is is like kind of like uh silly yeah 
I don't want to go through it. I don't want to deal with it. I am at the point sometimes I said to my therapist the other day, I am so done. But no more growth. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Can I pause? <laughs> Can I it's like I just drawing I, the oblivious for like two weeks. <laughs> I just emptied the list that we created last year. And now all of a sudden we got a new list. It's like, what? But here's the thing. There are different ways that you can cope with what's happening. And I think that today, I think if you take anything other than how to understand retrogrades, um, and if you want the scientific behind it, I can tell you because I have studied this. Like, because when I think when Mercury retrograde was like my gateway into the idea of what do the planets do to us, like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I also hope that you get some of the things that we share in ways to cope ways to like ways to kind of maneuver through that process of having everything be an upheaval feeling like that meme that goes around with all the people and they're labeled the planets and you on the ground and they're kicking you and punching you because it does feel like that sometimes I ain't gonna lie but how can we work with what we know in order to utilize and I think we we take the approach as it's happening to me versus these energies are coming. What can I do to capitalize on it? What can I do to capitalize on this energy in order to be feel better, to to understand, to create further healing or further not I don't want to use the word growth, but further awareness and understanding where we can stop beating ourselves up about things and have more understanding of why these certain things are happening, why these dynamics are happening. It's like, in some ways, when they go retrograde, it's it's a way of peeking under the curtain, so to speak, and going, why, why am I like this? Oh, okay. And to give you tools and to give you access to like the answers yeah. of why shit is on fire right now. Yeah. Like I, when I looked up the I mean, it's like, you know, the definition, but you look it up anyway, because like, you know, we're, we're taught and programmed to be like, what's the root of all the words? And of course, the Latin roots or whatever. And it's literally walking backwards, like, <laughs> like a retrograde is walk backwards. And when you think about that, you think about like, like when you walk a labyrinth, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you kind of go through it and then you go exactly the same way back, you know, to see what you missed, to, to see, you know, what what wasn't present before because it couldn't be present before you know and that's like one of the the i mean it is it's painful you know i mean like i i i i think that you know the trauma mixed in with the the actual feeling like like i was ex ex expressing to grace in our pregame it was like my feeling in my body is squirrely like it is it's like and this is why I get when I'm like, well, this this is why I get like, oh, Mercury's retrograde. I'm like, I know what I know what happens to my body against my will. I don't want it to do that. I just wake up on one day, right? Like, and it, it feels like it's like it, it picks whatever day during during the retrograde. And I'm sure again, there's some stars and and sky part of this. But I wake up on that day and I'm like, here it is. Like it's, this is the day, the day where I start to feel it in my body. I feel the, 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 everything all at once. It's like the past and the present colliding. 
and the future, you know, being the, the, the focus and having to like kind of bring that backwards and say, no, 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 I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at, I'm going to, I'm going to walk backwards into the past. Not with this feeling though, not with this, this feeling. And that is really freaking challenging. Like, oh. and that's, that's like the, the compassion that we need to have with ourselves and with others of being like, this is not easy. None of this is easy. There's no such thing as a cakewalk. There's no such thing as being like, it's all good. It's not all good sometimes. But when it's not all good, we use these tools to be like, okay, it's not all good. However, if we do this work, if we look at it and do this work, the theory is that the next time it comes around, because it, is, it, it all, everything always comes around in one way or another, that we will have sorted out enough that we don't have to feel the pain this deeply. And that, that's what we do with all trauma, right? Like, and, and, and I feel anyway, that these retrogrades um, and these planetary, you know, things that affect us, they're mixing with our trauma, right? Because we, we have, even if it's past life trauma, we have, there has to be like something that makes it fiery, Right. Like, so if I have no family issues, right, I'm not going to experience the Venus retrograde the way that I will if I have family issues. Right. Like right. my reflection on family is not going to be painful. <laughs> my reflection on family is going to be like, wee, wow, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what a great so I feel like we fear the retrograde thing because we're like, you know, a lot of times experiencing the painful parts of it. It's mixing in with our traumas. It's mixing in with our, with our programming and all that kind of stuff. And that's like the tool that like before in our pregame that we were trying to use on me of being like, okay, the, this is your trauma. Yeah. You're like this is your trauma and it's being highlighted and how to talk myself out of the, the the trauma part of it and talk myself into the retrograde part of it the talk myself into the like all right that's fine you do see yeah. this pattern you are seeing the pain you are in the pain you are foreseeing the future pain of continuing this pattern and this cycle so take your walk backwards and with your like beautiful like loving compassionate eye <laughs> and heart and see how it happened, like really yeah. see it. And, and that's, you know, so the, after, after we leave this podcast and I'm sitting by the pool, that is my intention today is to be able to do my retrograde work with less angst and more compassion because it is, it's highlighting my trauma so that I will look at it and transmute it better this time around. And when I look at the whole rest of my life, prior to having awareness, I'm like, oh yeah, you just acted. But you acted at the same time of the year, every single year with the same reaction that you have this time. I've got to do it. And then I do stuff. Right. And it's like, <laughs> that's your pattern. If you want to change your pattern, you've got to not do the stuff. Right. Like, so this is, and, and it's, you know, it's not easy, you know, oh. it's really difficult. And, and then this is coming from someone who teaches people on a daily basis how to do this. And this is why I feel like I have such a camaraderie with my clients is because they understand that I'm not on my soapbox saying you are beneath me because I have this knowledge to share. It's like, I have this knowledge to share. 
I have to use it too. I understand how difficult it is. And so do not feel like you are a failure because this is, you're learning it for the first, second, third, or fourth time. Because so am I, right? Like in some areas of my life, so am I. (laughs) Hardcore, hardcore. And I think too, is that those of us who are in these positions where we are a bit of a, like, sharing and it's there's a misnomer that happens that we are exempt from the stress of what's happening no friends we actively work in these spaces of with our own lives that's where we have big understanding and awareness of the possibility we're bringing you the possibility is it easy is it like you make a decision i'm not going to be triggered this retrograde no it's not that easy (laughs) I wish, my God. (laughs) If I could make that conscious decision, I think. But then again, as again, we were also saying this in the pregame, humans like comfort. We're not going to create issues if we don't have to. And if that means that we can just not have issues, we would do that. But unfortunately, we sometimes forget that for us to be and do the things that make us happy to stretch into what we're desiring, meaning growth or freedom of trauma or, or just feeling free or doing the things or even just doing simple things like achieving a goal. Like say you want to be an entrepreneur and you have a poor relationship with money. I've been there, done that and still doing it. And I have a poor relationship just for a challenge. And if I don't, yeah. Working on it. Yeah. (laughs) If I don't step into the idea of it being shown to me where I'm still having trouble, I would never move forward with it. I don't know that I'd ever have insight. I would never sit down with myself and have a moment in reflection. And because for some reason, humans don't take action until they're triggered. It's like we have to be uncomfortable in order to see, like, to not want to be in the uncomfortableness, which sparks us to be aware, to be creative, to want to go down that road of like, oh, let's fix this. I don't like this feeling. Like, for some reason, and not all of us, but the majority of humans wouldn't do anything unless we're forced with some sort of I don't want to say crisis, but some sort of, you know, moment of the heart where we're not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And comfort, it's, we, it's, it's, it's funny because when we say comfort, people are like, yeah, why wouldn't you want comfort? Like, why would you not sit in comfort? Like what, what, what kind of <laughs> universe do we live in <laughs> that they're like, are you comfortable? Let me fuck that up for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> Cause that's what it feels well, like, true. right? Like that's what it feels like. You're like, Will you let me be comfortable? <laughs> like, no. Oh my God. Like I feel fine, but it really is, you know, like mixed in with our greatness and our and our our um our perspectives and our programming and things like that and, and our highest good. You know, yeah. like we have we have to believe and know that our highest good isn't always um gonna be achieved and then sat in forever. You know what I mean? Because life changes and we change and we age and our brain ages and our body ages and our soul ages and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. We have to know that comfort, comfort can change 
and be better and happier or whatever, you know, like whatever word you associate with comfort. But if we don't allow that, we will sit in stagnant comfort, yeah. which sounds weird to say, but I think a lot of people can actually understand that. I can understand it very clearly when I say it, of being like, I'm comfortable in that there isn't conflict, but am I happy comfortable? Am I joyous comfortable? Am I comfortable and feeling free? Am I comfortable and feeling, um, you know, inspired and all of that kind of stuff? Or am I comfortable in that I don't have chaos and I don't have conflict and that feels comfortable because that's not a way to live, <laughs> right? But a lot of people will live in that where it's like living in this gray and never seeing color because it's easier than the pain or the discomfort of stepping out of that space. And, you know, I feel like we're all called to it and that just some of us answer and some of us don't. And that's the difference, I think, you know, in, in, in who grows and who doesn't. But um, yeah, I certainly feel like, like when I, again, like kind of looking back at other retrograde times, you know, like, yeah, I was, when I was ignorant to it, it still happened to me, <laughs> but I didn't choose growth. And that's yeah. why growth didn't happen. I chose whatever was getting me through it, which is, you know, my programmed actions and reactions and things like that, which, you know, like not maybe, maybe not always super terrible, but it's very different now. Like the healing that I try to bring in so that again, like the next time around, it's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest too, is that the reason why we like comfort is because we've spent so much time in discomfort. Like when we have triggers or where we've had moments in our lives or extended periods where we were never, we never felt the privilege of comfort because of all that we were suffering with. Sometimes we want to stay in comfort because it's exhausting. And I get that. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be there, but unfortunately we don't have control over the planets and when they go retrograde. So it kind of shakes us up. And sometimes when we're at our most vulnerable, I mean, and it doesn't always end well. So how can you stock your tool bin in order to keep, to feel like you can manage or at least make it through retrograde without shaving your hair, selling your house, moving to a different country, getting rid of all of your family, disowning everything and selling your car and going live somewhere and being- I will say this though. That I sounds think amazing, but- Yeah, I know. I was like, we shouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you just made a plan. <laughs> but I will say this. I feel like as you were, cause as you were talking, I was thinking I have multiple clients and myself who are in this phase of like, uh, um, a a purge yeah that could very well like you know what i mean like we're tiptoeing on the edge right like of the like madness that you have to like throw everything away you know like because because i feel stifled by it everything goes right like we're tiptoeing on that line but a lot of people myself included i i mean i i continue to go through my stuff and get rid of it and i don't really know why i'm just doing it I'm just allowing myself to feel freed of the stuff, but it, it it feels very aligned with what you're saying. Like, okay, like some of this is is like 
having to take action and feeling feeling like taking action, feeling like doing something that frees you, doing something that you know like that that helps this you know go along. And I have I have multiple clients that are doing that. Like I had two the other day that were just like. I can't stop wanting to throw things away. <laughs> like I, and I'm not mad about it and I'm not going to be mad about it. I feel like I'm decluttering my whole life, not just my space, but my whole life. And it's like, yes, like use the energy for good. You know, if you feel like it's panic energy and this is, I'm talking to myself. If you feel like it's panic energy and you have to do something, like just tiptoe the line. Don't do the thing that you know is drastic, but tiptoe that line and see what you see, feel what you feel because you're being called for a reason to that area. You know, you're just gonna have to really use your willpower not to go over, which, you know, like I was saying, I, I, I wanna run away, you know, in these times, like it's uncomfortable and I start to believe everything needs to change. And I said, you know, before, maybe I just need to plan a little trip. I'm going to plan a camping trip. That's how I'm going to get away. I'm not going to move to another state, which is, you know, what I've done multiple times during this time of the year. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, but I, but if I need a change of scenery, if that's what I feel like I need is that energetically, I need a change of scenery, then go ahead and do something that tiptoes that, that line, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's going to satisfy that need without making things difficult for me later. And I think that that's part of like, you know, harnessing the retrograde energy, right? Like if, if y'all are feeling like I feel, you can't just sit and do nothing, yeah. you know, because you're burning up <laughs> your whole, you're burning up. But if you feel like you're doing something, it alleviates a little, a little bit. So yeah. like kind of going through the like, why, what is it that I want to do? Where's my drastic? dial that back and, and find something that can get at the root of why you feel that way the root of what 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 is happening and just kind of touch on it just tap on it rub it right like like instead of <laughs> pounding it we're just gonna like uh, give it a little pet <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> yeah, just a soft little tap <laughs> Well, because I mean, retrograde makes us like it, there's a little bit of madness that goes with it because we just want to be end to this suffering. Like, why? Um, but also, too, is that, you know, if you think about the idea of just releasing parts of your life, it's like you're that's that's another form of retrograde. You're releasing whatever, whatever's the need or the emotion that's attached to it, or you're it's like you're energetically clearing to create space for when it goes direct to bring you new stuff it's like that old saying they say you know if you want something new you have to let go of something old and it's you know energetically it's sometimes true because when we're saturated with stuff we don't have room for new we're so focused on what's there that we're like oh okay <laughs> like, i don't have room i can't fit yeah. it in um but i think so when in the middle of a retrograde, I think one of the biggest tools is to have awareness around where you feel most connected to your heart. Now, whatever that is, and that doesn't mean that meditation, because I'm not a meditator. I'll tell you that. I mean, I lead it. I do it when I'm doing it with my students, but I don't necessarily meditate every day, which is probably my problem, but whatever. And, um, <laughs> but because I, I just, I, I struggle with it. 
but when we're sitting into that space of, you know, how do I access my heart? Everybody has a different thing. It could be some of you are writers and you love to write and that's your action taking. Like that connects you to your intuition or your spirit or your heart. Maybe you're a dancer or you maybe yoga is your thing or even crafting or crafty or like having streams of consciousness, whatever, you know, taking a walk, it doesn't necessarily have to be inside. It can be outside. Maybe you go visit your favorite tree or visit your favorite beach or whatever that is. Like it doesn't have to be long and prolonged, but it's, it's touch points. Like when you're in the midst of a retrograde, especially if it's difficult to know what action or non-action leads you to your heart or what it's what's in there it it helps you cope it helps you steer the ship not from the chaos that's in your mind not from the panic not from the fear not from the issue of like fuck again really it's or the frustration it's coming from a place of like that centeredness and it's not always, I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not, it's not always possible, but it's one of the tools I think I find the greatest. It's like when I'm in that chaos state, even though my brain may be still in chaos, I do the thing that connects me most to my heart and the peace that lives there. So like I, while I see my brain spinning itself out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a break and just sit in this like space and watch you do your thing. And then when you're done and we'll, we'll come back, like I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> but but I think, you know, I mean, Freud's Angels 101, man, having that awareness about yourself and about what speaks to you, but also neutral observer, man. I mean, it's hard to get into neutral sometimes when, when in a retrograde, but if you can access just moments of it, like a section, like a, 10 minutes, it can be life changing in dealing with some of the stuff that happens. Yeah. And you can find somebody that helps you do it. <laughs> right. Like, again, like our pregame of being able to bounce things off of each other and be like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, okay, is that what you're doing? You know, like to help you transmute it a little bit differently because you're seeing, you're actually hearing somebody else's perspective from the outside, you know, if hearing somebody else, even if it's, even if it's bits and pieces, like you said, it still gives your, your brain and everything an opportunity to go, okay, that's different, right? Like, and, and this is what, I mean, I do this in the counseling space all the time, you know, when people are like, I know exactly why this happened. I'm like, do you? <laughs> like, what are some other possibilities of why that happened? Let's just pretend like that there's something else that could, that it could be, what could it be? You know, it's like, well, it could be this, but it isn't like, okay, what else? It could be this, but it isn't. Okay. We're like, let's talk about the evidences that we have of all of these things, right? Like, and if the only evidence is that you think that it's that way because it fits the narrative. Well then, you know, maybe we have a different talk to have, you know, and like, that's, you know, part of this too. Like that's, that's how we get into neutral. It's so much easier with another person, right? Oh, because yeah. our brain is like, no, no. Like every time you come up with something, no, that can't be it. That's not it. That's not how it is. And that's not for you. That's, you know what I mean? Like we get, we get spun especially in the middle of the retrograde, you know, oh like I, I, what I was doing yesterday is completely different than what I'm doing today. And the only difference is that I heard a different perspective that didn't come from my own brain because I couldn't access it. I could only access my own perspective. 
you know, and that matters. So now, now I can sit, I, I it's like getting, you know, jarred back into like, okay, you, you're in your, you're in your ego space, you're in your tunnel vision space, knocking, you know, knocking those walls down and saying, all right, let's just, let's get back into observant space. Let's get back into the what ifs. Let's get back into the other stuff that, that could possibly be or was even, right? Like when we go back into retrograde, when we walk backwards, sometimes we see those things, right? We're like, oh, that's not what it was at all, right? Yeah. Like, and that that's the shift that we have to make, you know, to go back and see it with with eyes of 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 different, you know, yeah. like, oh, I have I have so much more knowledge now. So when I go back and look at my family, right, like I do see it differently. That's what I'm going to release this time is because I've, you know, I'm able to walk backwards with this new knowledge so that I can see things differently. You know, um, all of that, that, that kind of stuff, it's, you know, again, like not super easy, but it, it is a little bit easier when you have, when you have somebody, um, and then your what, whatever your tool is, you know, like you said, like with, with, with writing, I haven't journaled in a while and I love to burn journal. And that's why I haven't journaled is because I'm like, I don't want the evidence laying around. <laughs> what if, what if I get in a car accident and somebody comes in here and goes through my papers and reads my journal? Like, are you serious? My brain is like, yes, I'm very serious. We're not going to do it at all. <laughs> I need to get you a cauldron. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, ha I have my fire pit outside. The, 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 the problem being that I can't light a big enough fire inside for my, my papers or else I'll be burning for three hours. I'll set off the fire detector <laughs> and I can't do it outside because I, I'm, I face the street, the main street. So like, I'm going to get in trouble. So it's kind of been like, to me being like, you're gonna have to find somebody else, somebody else's house to burn your shit at, or find something else that feels good enough. And like, you know, it's hard ripping it up and flushing it down the toilet doesn't do it for me. It does it for some people. It doesn't do it for me. Like, I love the burn. Like, the burn is like where it's friggin' at. But yeah. in order to get through this, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to want it and do it and figure it out and make it happen in yeah. order to release this stuff. But that's, you know, that that's a tool that I know works for me on a regular basis. So, hey, go back to what what works. Um, I think, you know, bringing it back to what we were saying before, the one of the greatest tools that you can use in a retrograde is your birth chart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, you know, somebody who can tell you energetically, you know, the, the thing that can make it make sense. Make it make sense. Tell me. Right. Like I watch, I watch Sarah Nicole. I'm like, oh, you told me I get it now. That yeah. makes sense to me because it's involuntary. And I think, you know, like a lot of people have that trouble with it when they talk about the planets and they're like, don't, you can't blame the planets for your stuff. And it's like, well, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. If this is happening and this is how I feel and this is what that planet's doing, I don't care that you don't think it makes sense to me. That makes plenty of sense because it wasn't happening before the planet did it. So I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> right? Like you can believe or not believe, but I believe in that and I'm going to choose to use it to my advantage instead of, you know, turning a blind eye and, and not using it to my advantage. Yep. You must be, we must be sharing a neuron today because I was just going to bring that up. So thanks for doing it for me. This is twice as happened this podcast. <laughs> so so we're on the same brainwave. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gemini rising in Mercury. Yeah. Retrograde. 
<laughs> communication. <laughs> so, so the thing of it is, is I get it. I get it. It's joking. You can't blame the planets for your behavior because no, you're ultimately responsible for your choices. That is so true. However, if you're going through a certain phase or the retrogrades are just producing this angst in you that just is hard to contain. And frankly, I don't think you need to contain it. I don't think I need somebody, anybody's permission to be in my full expression of what the fuck I'm dealing with. So, you know, piss off. That's kind of where I'm at. So it's, <laughs> that may be retrograde talking as well. Yeah. So you never know. Um, so, but the thing of it is, is that we have to understand is that the retrograde, the key here, the key here is that whatever it highlights, it is showing you something that is either subconscious or unconscious, and it's asking for it to be dealt with, to be handled, to be re released, healed, understood, whatever it is you need to do. So while yes, they retrograde finally ends and we're like, yay, that doesn't mean that thing that they highlighted is gone. Yes. It's, it's just, it's just that, that the spotlight has been taken off. It still remains. And it, that's why I'm, I talk a lot, you know, I'm talking a lot about how to capitalize on this. Like, it doesn't mean we need to move forward with healing, but it it's like having a journal and the things that are showing up for you and the thought processes and maybe these moments, like, for example, my old fear of being too much for people is showing up again. Like my fear of like, I'm too negative or I'm talking too much or that I'm, I'm just too much. And <sighs> And that hasn't shown up in quite a long time. And for it to show up again at this level of where I'm at in my healing, it's just highlighting spaces where there is still a little bit of a worry of that, like I'm not accepting myself or that I need to be something different in order to be accepted. And so it's like, okay, I need to do some work in that area. Once retrograde is over, it's not going to go away. It may not be at the forefront of what I'm struggling with, but it's still there. And retrogrades highlight the the deeper roots of sometimes what we're stressed with or what we're coping with to give us insight in order to, to catapult our healing. If you think of a retrograde, so the technical scientific retrograde is that it like, we call it stationing retrograde. What happens is, is Mercury gets ahead of the sun. It goes too fast and it gets ahead of it. And so it stops. And it looks like it's moving backwards because the sun continues to, to orbit and to, to turn and to do its thing. And the planets just kind of hold pattern for a minute. And so that's why it changes. It stops at a sign. Sometimes it goes into a previous sign because that's often what happens, especially these lengthier retrogrades, like, um, Saturn and Pluto and like Mars, like they, they, they will go back to the previous sign. And that's why sometimes it feels like, didn't I just do this? I just did this. Didn't I just do this? Mm -hmm. That's why you'll feel that feeling. And when it, and when it stations direct, it'll start to move again because the gravitational pull of the sun, it's like it slingshots the planets that get ahead of it and they have to stop because the gravitation, does, it's like, it doesn't work. It's like, yeah. you know, and so it, there's much more scientific fact, and I'm not a scientist or an astronomer, so please understand this is just a very broad 
dialed down overview of like what it is. So if you think about what a planet does, so if you hold, say you have a slingshot, right? And your hand holding the thing is the sun and your little marbles, the planet, and your sun is going forward and the marble is holding and you pull it back and this and it stretches, this elastic stretches because the sun is moving forward, but the planet's stationary. And then all of a sudden it stations direct and you let go. What happens to that planet? It slingshots, right? It, it has momentum. It moves forward at a really kind of a, an accelerated pace. So that's why we get these gems of moments to understand that it's saying, hey, this is what's preventing you from having that forward movement. This is what's preventing you from catapulting into your dreams and what you want. Look at this. Take time with this. Take a rest and look at these things because if you can understand these parts of your woundings or even just who you are or your current energetic environment, the the faster and, and the the quicker that slingshot effect, that movement forward effect is going to take you. And so that next retrograde, when you're in that sign or you're in that space, you're not doing the same thing over again. It's yeah. it's not that there's not varying degrees. Like I said, like this whole idea of being too much. I have been dealing with it. I dealt with it many years ago, but for some reason it's placement in Virgo right now. And, and it's, it's the, where it's at and these other planets where they're at, like, all of it's creating this special sauce for me to see these points where I'm still not confident in who I am and, and the reactions to people where I'm still looking for worthiness in the reactions to how people react to me. And I'm like, Oh, hell no. It, it's like, it, it it's this light bulbs of like, I don't want that. That's taking so much of my power and giving it away to too many people. And I want that back. And so I sit with it. I don't necessarily have to do anything, but I sit with it and I talk to my therapist about it. And I say, you know, I think this is something that we need to explore talking about our shame story that has become a monster in itself. And, but I know as soon as we start moving forward, as soon as we're working through the fine points of what type of shame, what shame are we working with? What is the first port of call for our work to do in order to heal this? And as soon as, it, like the whatever planet is pushing that goes direct. It's like all of a sudden it's like therapy on speed. It's like things will just start to happen. I will get the epiphanies. The moments will happen. The places where I can practice a different way of being will happen. So this is how we can take a retrograde and not be at the mercy of them. Even though shit's going to happen, you're going to feel frustrated, uncomfortable. You're not going to want to do it. You're going to be pissed. That's okay because that's all valid. But if we could take that, but also understand how do I capitalize on this? How do I take my slingshot and give it the clearest path forward and not have all of these things that it trips up against that I'm not willing to look at and heal? Yeah. Yeah. Because being at some, at somebody's or anything's mercy is a choice that we don't have to make. You know, and, and that it feels like just because it feels that way doesn't mean it is that way. And right. I think that that's, you know, like that's that's what happens in these, these spaces is like this is what's happening. Like it's it's the radical acceptance, right? Like of, hey, listen, you're connected to the planet Mercury. You feel it. You have to accept that that's what's happening. 
because that's what is happening, right? Like, so <laughs> do you want to be at its mercy in that you feel like you are fighting it and that you are, you have to do this, which nobody can see me cowering, but that you have to cower because it's coming or can you just stand there and be like, all right, what are we doing? And that doesn't mean you're opening your arms and saying, let's do this super painful <laughs> stuff. I'm so excited. Please hurt me. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like it's not, it's not the black and white of that, but it is, you know, like I, I see it, I see it very clearly. And that explanation of it, it's like, yeah, that's it. Cause it was almost like that was what I was trying to understand in our pregame where I was like, cause I was just getting so angsty about like, man, I am tired of doing this. Like I'm over it. I don't want to do the same friggin' pattern over and over. I'm watching it happen again though. Like, and that's what I said in the pregame. I'm, I'm watching it. It's like, I'm watching a movie of how this is going to happen again, only this time with awareness. So I'm just literally going to walk into the fire what because i don't know what else to do you know what i mean like because i don't feel like i have anything else to do what you know but seeing that it's like well yeah because you keep not doing it right like this is not the first time that you felt this but you keep doing the same like you keep performing the same actions and so that's why it keeps happening so you're in this space now of going back look at what those performed actions were see what you know see where you were in those spaces see how you've grown in those spaces or not grown and and work on it as much as you can during this time period where you're being called to do it where the energy is literally in that space for you yeah. and then when it's time to be out of that space of it which it feels like it's just like sandpaper rubbing on it like Here's your home life. <laughs> is it irritating enough? Like, yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Could you so stop that, now? Yeah. So that the next time it comes around in this perfect storm of this is in this place and this is in this place and this is in this place, which is generally for me in September's, um, I won't feel the same way that I'll be able to look back in my other, in my next retrograde and be able to see okay what did you do last time how did that shift you know like and and i want to be able to look back i'm feeling like i'm being called right now i want to look back next time and be like yeah <laughs> right like right now i'm not feeling yeah right now i'm feeling like wow you didn't do it like you didn't do it you you didn't like release enough you still had that grip you still had that doer and not receiver or whatever you know what i mean like and and what progress you did make you didn't quite hit it you know like so let's hit it like let's let's really hit it this time so it's yeah it's very uh very healing to talk about this right now as ever as as as, as so often happens <laughs> you watch us in real time do our own work <laughs> and yeah. and you know see the hum it's it's humbling right yeah. like because it's it's like what we were talking about when you can get somebody else with a different perspective yeah. like that per it seems easy for them right and so that's what i provide for other people it seems easy for me i'm outside your issues so i can teach you but when i'm in my own issues i need the same mirror i need the same bouncing i need the same soundboard 
we're all the same. We just have different things that we know and pass on. Um, yeah. So, you know, when we're sitting here doing our work real time in, in our podcast, it's like, to me, like a good, it's a good thing because it keeps me in touch with the, with the process and how good it actually is for us. Yeah. Yes. And also it it's a good, well, not only processing, but reminder, I think, especially for me, it, because I, when you're in the middle of it, you can't see where you're not, where you're like giving all your power away to the situation. Or, you know, when I was in my crazy phase of two weeks ago, like I couldn't see and understand that you know, this was happening when it was happening. Like I was in it so deep that it was hard. It was hard to get out of the manicness of what my brain was trying to do and, and the woundedness and the trauma response and all of it. But what the knowing what the planets are doing gives me the perspective of understanding of what I need to focus on to assist myself through the process. I may still be in like this manic mode, but there's a part of me, a very calm, centered part of me that is like, okay, brain, I get it. Okay, I see what you need. All right, okay, you're struggling with this because this is the energies that are happening right now. Okay, this is how I can help you through this. You become self-aware, you become self-regulating, and you become, you have this, I like, it's almost like being your own intuitive guide because when we know our brain well enough to know when we're in trauma response or some sort of response, and it's kind of a little bit unsafe and goes crazy into survival mode, we have, when we know what triggers it, when we have the awareness of it and we know what the planets are doing, we also have the awareness of going, oh, okay, so this is how I can comfort myself because of this subject. Like it, it, it also gives us an indication of what tool to pull out of the toolbox. Like I know, for example, being in my head, I had a, we, I, we went out to the beach the other day and I was in my head about how much I was being in people's reaction and not wanting to ruin their special day and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was in my head about it. And so what do I do? I know that sometimes getting, I needed to get it out of my head. Because it was going to grow and become more and more dangerous and become more and more profound. And I would have like this like massive anxiety attack had I not just, and I realized, okay, write it out. Let's, let's just talk, do automatic writing. And so I just got my stylus out and I just started writing on my phone and I wrote what was in my brain. And then I wrote all the things out. And then I responded to those things in the way that I would respond to someone who's in like having this response. Like I was yeah. able to step back from myself and say, okay, I get it. I know because sometimes we do talk a lot. Sometimes we are a lot. There are times we're kind of negative and that's sometimes a bummer for some people. And, and, but then I kind of, and I start to re I reaffirmed and, and validated and all those fears, but I also took, the, the moment to put the ownership back on the person. If they're upset or if they're not okay, it's their responsibility to let you know, hey, like it, this affects me mm. and and that, or say something about it. Or even if they're not know how to do it equitably and say, just, would you stop being so fucking like negative about everything? Even if they said it like that, it it's like, it's their responsibility to do that. You're yeah. trying to solve a problem that may not even exist. Right. Right. And, 
And so, and then when I finished writing it out and I kept, and I, and I got to my brain, it had nothing left. And then I took a breath and I was like, oh, okay, all right, now I can breathe. Now I can enjoy the day because I've done the whole manic thing, the anxiety yeah. thing. And I've solved that. Like, it's it like. Burned it out. Right. And because I, like, it was like, I just knew I was, a part of me was in self-awareness. I knew at that moment I needed to get it out and it wasn't going to be talking. Cause again, I was already in that space of not being able to talk it out. So I'm like, write it out. Yeah. That's why we have a phone. We got the phone with the stylus so that we can write this shit out. So yeah. I did and it worked. Does it always? No, but it did in that moment. Yeah. And that's, that's just, I don't know where I was going with this because <laughs> it's way longer than I expected. My ADHD brain left the train station. So, no, well, because it's, I mean, it's just kind of the, 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 you know, the different examples of that we're giving to be able to say like, yeah, this is, th these are things that, that, that work for us or that did work for us even in those moments, because a lot of times, you know, people are coming even to the podcast, they're coming to hear stuff but they want like action things. Cause even though we're like, Oh, we're not supposed to take action. It's like, well, I got to do something. Right. Like we were talking about, I got to just, I cannot sit with this. This is not going to be good. I know what's going to happen if I sit with this. <laughs> right. Like what are some of the things that we can do to, you know, transmute at least the, the, the urgent energy. Right. Like I feel like that's what, it, that's what the, the stuff that's uncomfortable for me is the urgency energy. It's not the, it's not even necessarily the contemplative energy. It's not even necessarily sometimes even like the shame or guilt or whatever. Like I can kind of handle those. It's the urgency, the ends, the body, like I'm crawling out of my skin. Like I got to do something about that because yeah. that is where bad creation comes from. That is where the shake your head creation comes from. We're not trying to do that anymore. So yeah, like this, these are, you know, our examples, I feel like of, you know, like, hey, this is what we're doing in our retrograde spaces. You know, this is how we're we're handling our trauma when it comes up in our retrograde spaces. Absolutely. And, you know, when it kind of brought forth is like, maybe, we, maybe someone needs to create a retrograde support group. <laughs> not it. Yeah, not it. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll create the structure, but somebody else has to go do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop in and out. But <laughs> I'm done. I'm done starting things for a while. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. But anyways, I hope that we've given you some food for thought, some information, some inspiration, some insight, whatever it is that you gained, even if you just kind of rode along for the journey and kind of giggled with us as we work through and process our own Mercury retrograde we wish you well for the last part of it. And if you're available and want to come join us on Friday night, we're doing our Facebook live in the middle of a retrograde. So all bets are off, but come join us. Um, we'll chat, maybe do some readings. Um, I just hope to see you there and yeah, good luck. <laughs> Godspeed friends. Like, May the force be with you. Like all the things, like all the things. Retrograde. <laughs> yeah. But just know that it it's not, it's a moment. It's ending soon. Trust me. And I know that Mercury is the one that gets the bad rap, but they all affect us in some way. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not horrible, but Mercury is one of the most impactful. We're almost halfway there. 
hang on friends and reach out if you need something from us support or whatever we're here you know where to find us have a good week everybody love y'all if you were triggered by anything said in this podcast please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast i'd love for you to connect with me you can find me at vanessa perry counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net and if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings please reach out to me grace at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com and always remember you are loved you are worthy and the world needs your light